Some people go out to look for greatness. For others, greatness discovers them in the place of purpose. Our inspiring podcast guest this evening happens to be one of the few greatness has found in the place of purpose. Adekwejo Jayova shares what led to her passion. She also highlights some biases we have about both men and women as it pertains to gender roles and achieving our dreams and the need to break these biases, myths and stereotypes. Without further ado, let's dive right into the show. person than Kweju Jayobashi, a lawyer and the founder of Brown Button Foundation and Delivery Kit. Kweju, thank you so much for joining us this evening. Thank you for having me. So you're passionate about maternity health, so much so you were recognized by the one-time president of the United States and awarded Mandela Washington Fellowship. How did you come about creating the Mother's Delivery Kit and Brown Button Foundation? So, Brown Button Foundation and Mother's Delivery Kit, as you have rightly mentioned, came out of my passion to improve health outcomes for mothers and their babies. In 2011, I lost a close friend at childbirth and I put a face behind every statistics of um, maternal and child health I had heard. So when you hear one in 13 women are at the risk of dying at childbirth, you know that there are real people, real faces and lives behind those numbers. The death of my friend made me start Brown Button Foundation because I um, realized that in rural communities, it was worse off. They accounted for 80% of the maternal deaths that we see, and they had poor access to um, health facilities as well as qualified healthcare practitioners. There was also no incentive for healthcare practitioners to stay, and that meant that a lot of the maternal and child health issues will be handled by quacks or unqualified people who have come in to fill the gaps left by the qualified healthcare practitioners in many rural communities. Brown Button Foundation was founded to bridge that gap and to provide adequate support for community health extension workers so that they are able to take care of pregnant women, identify complications, and do prompt referral for them in situations that require such. Wow, that sounds like a very Herculean task. And you made mention that you started it in 2011. So how has the journey been so far? Well, the journey has been full of ups and downs, as with anything that one does or involves his or herself in. The challenges are, however, not insurmountable, and they are not something that would stop us from the goal or the mission of reducing to the barest minimum maternal and child mortality in Nigeria. So every day we continue to innovate, every day we continue to build around the theme of maternal and child health, every day we continue to examine new ways of doing things so that we can adequately reach our target list and improve health outcomes for mothers and their babies. It's been challenging, no doubt, but we continue to rise above these challenges. Let me just quickly ask, this delivery kit, is it for the women to use themselves or for the primary health care personnel? Okay, so in 2014, we founded Mother's Delivery Kit and the whole 
aim behind mother's delivery kit is to ensure that healthcare practitioners have access to the tools and resources they need to carry out their work. So when we train birth attendants and we tell them, oh, for delivery, you have to put on your gloves and all those things, or use a fetal doppler and all those things. If you are teaching them in a vacuum and you are teaching them in abstract, they are unable to relate and they cannot learn how to make use of these simple, basic items and um, sterile items and equipment. And that means that they need to be able to use these items in real time. They also need to be able to access this item whenever the need arises. And that is why we founded Mother's Delivery Kit in 2014, which basically um, provides death attendants with sterile supplies that they need. No, it is not for the pregnant woman to take her delivery herself. You can take your delivery yourself. So um, it's the healthcare practitioner that actually has the kit and uses it for the mother at delivery. Have you had challenges that made you feel like quitting your mission? Yes, definitely. I mean, you have challenges <laughs> that makes you wonder, that makes you question why you are even doing this. But you know, on, th on those days, it's your passion that will keep you going. Sometimes you get overwhelmed by the work. Sometimes you get overwhelmed by certain news like the news of death at childbirth and things. And you wonder, why is this still happening in 2022? Why are we still talking about maternal death? or child death in 2022 and those things sometimes depresses one mm. but again you pick up yourself and you continue to tell yourself that you have to continue to forge ahead so that this does not happen to someone else mm. so yes i've had challenges sometimes i feel that as an organization we don't move fast enough that maybe if we had moved faster we would have been able to reach this woman and she would not have died at childbirth but recognizing and understanding that some things are outside your control and also recognizing and identifying that you are not the federal government, you are not the United Nations, you can only try your best, you know, and, and save as, as many people as, as possible. Wow. Since you're a wife, you're a mother, you're a lawyer as well, and you're still carrying on this work, how have you been able to balance your mission and all of this work and family and everything. You know, I find this question very interesting. When people ask me these questions, and, and sometimes I even decline answering um, this question. Mm -hmm. And the reason is because, I mean, think about it. If a man was being interviewed and was doing all the things I was doing, nobody's going to be asking you how he's balancing the house and balancing the family <laughs> and balancing the children. Nobody's going to ask him that question. Well, I think basically that's because men are not really generally known to be in the house taking care of the children and all of that but exactly of course, mm. that's why they are breaking stereotypes and bias this international women's day mm, sure so that's that's why we are breaking all these stereotypes and that's why we are saying that you know the house the home the children mm. everything is a joint responsibility of mm. both parties very true and you know a man can go off for three days and nobody will ask him so how are you taking care of the children? Who will take care of them? No. But if a woman has not stepped out for a few hours, everybody's going to be wondering, so what about her children? Yeah. Nobody has a higher responsibility for children or for anything. Mm -hmm. You know, I just feel that this International Women's Day is a good opportunity yeah. to be more light on that. So in terms of balancing, mm -hmm. I would say that it would also be, and this is balancing for both parties, okay. balancing for both the, the male and the female in the marriage. For me, I think it's about understanding that there may be no such thing as balance. It is recognizing that 
Some balls are glass. Some balls are plastic. Some balls, you know, if you drop them, you can pick them up. Some balls, if you drop them, you know, they shatter and you cannot pick them up again. So at some point, when you juggle balls, some will be down, some will be up. The important thing is making sure that the glass balls don't drop and break to the point that you can no longer put them together again. Wow. That's interesting. That's actually an interesting percept, I mean, perception. So leading to the next question now from what you have said, how true is the notion that a woman can achieve so much of her dreams once she starts a family? Again, this is one bias that we need to break this International Women's Day. Because a woman can actually, a woman and a man, anybody can achieve whatever it is they set their mind to achieve. It's about how bad do you want it. Mm. Are you ready to succeed? So once one becomes ready to succeed, you find out that everything falls in place and the whole world will stand aside for a man who knows where he's going. So the notion that, oh, you know, a woman who has given birth or who has children cannot succeed is a big lie. And every day we continue to try to prove the people who think so wrong. It's tough. It's not a walk in the park, but it's doable because nothing is impossible. So yes, it's tough, but we continue to prove people wrong. We know that you know there's a bias. Nobody wants to employ or, or most people don't want to employ women who are newly married because they think that they will soon get pregnant. Nobody wants to employ women who have um, children under three because they feel like they would always be in and out of hospitals and taking permissions in here and there. Nobody wants to employ a pregnancy. And the stereotype is endless. Which is why I get triggered by the team, you know, break this bias. Yeah. It is important for us to break this bias. And a lot of the bias are unconscious. Mm. They're unconscious bias because they're ingrained in people. Yeah. And you find them most times, even in unlikely places, in places where you think you know this is a well-learned person this person understands everything you still find the bias in those places so yes i think it's culturally engraved in us especially as africans yes and then when when you point it out to them they become very defensive you say no i can't be biased i mean (laughs) my mother is a woman no i have three females i have three girl children so i'm not biased no Mm, wow so but did you what would you say about those who maybe are with men who are, will I say, insecure about their women achieving more and then they shut them out and say, okay, you're not going to do this, you're not going to further your studies, you're not going to... What What can you say about that? Yeah, but you know it's also a bias. Okay. It's also a bias because one, what, what is clearly coming out of that is the fact that he wants the man wants to entrench himself mm. as ruler of the house yeah. and as somebody who should be able to give declarations and authority mm. so he wants to be able to make decrees yeah. you know you cannot do this you cannot do that you cannot further your studies mm. because if the woman furthers her studies she would likely have more opportunities or better opportunities and probably earn more yeah. so it's all about um, keeping wings making sure that women does not achieve financial independence, mm. making sure that the woman, you know, continues to think lowly of herself than yeah. you can imagine. Yeah. So what advice do you have for women who have dreams within them and a lot in the home front to take care of as well? Well, I, I would say that, I mean, such women should just keep keep moving, keep pushing. I don't think, I, I have two boys and... We still try to balance here and there. Like I said, I mean, 
we try to juggle balls we just try to make sure glass balls don't fall we mm. pick it up again we throw up and things like that mm. but the thing about it is this recognizing and understanding that everyone has a choice everyone can make a decision and if a person is staying at home and deciding not to do anything let it entirely be that person's decision let it not be because the man thinks that if she goes out get a job she would earn more get better opportunities and she would probably be richer no so whatever decision a woman makes let it be because she wants to make that decision because truly some people don't want to like they don't want to have a nine to five some people just want to work from home some people just want to be homemakers mm-hmm. and every point every turn in this journey is valid mm-hmm. the important thing is to ensure that this is a decision that is not influenced by a third party you are making because this is really what you want to do mm-hmm. there's no right or wrong answer just ensuring that this is what you want to do this is how you want to live your life because really you have only one life yeah and you have to be ridiculous wow Fuku. it's been wonderful short but very insightful thank you so much for joining us once again and i hope we can call on you next time i know you're a very busy person anyway you will try to make it work <laughs> you're welcome i'm so happy we found a way somehow somehow <laughs> so hey there thank you so much for stopping by i believe you had a great time listening to this episode you know, if men and women would work together as partners and not as inferior, superior or master-servant relationships, marriages will work better, parenting will be easier and in turn we would have a more sane society. And for women, my queens, your greatness is a matter of how bad you want it. If you want it bad enough, you'll find a way to juggle your glass balls and plastic. Just make sure the glass doesn't fall, alright? Well, it's been an amazing time with you all. Share this episode with your family, friends, and foes. Follow us, like us, comment on our platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and of course, Anchor. Your reviews and feedback mean a lot to us. Next week is going to be another inspiring episode, so do not miss it for anything. But till then, my friends, keep well.